SMX West 2010 will also feature amazing educational in-house training from Google Analytics and Bruce Clay, plus an in-house SEM exchange and the SMX Bootcamp. SMX West 2010 also brings you incredible nighttime networking from the pre-show meet and greet to SMX After Dark. Log on now to smxwest.com and join us at SMX West 2010 in Santa Clara, California, March 2nd through 4th. That's smxwest.com. And ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say this, but in just a moment, I'm going to have to hear for the final time the opening to the amazing Search Cowboys. Yes, the final podcast of Search Cowboys is today. Boss and Roy explain right now. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm A service of new-gen broadcasting. Search Cowboys. Starts right now. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Rustling up the best search marketing news and views in the European Union. It's time to saddle up with the Search Cowboys. Berlin to Bucharest, the Search Cowboys will round up the best search marketers from Europe and around the world to discuss search engine marketing, social media, and more. Now, here are the Search Cowboys, Bass Vandenbelt and Roy Hoiskies. Hello. Shall I let the tune go the old the entire way so Brasco can enjoy it? Hi, welcome to Search Cowboys. I'll explain in a minute what what uh, Brasco was just talking about. But uh, first, I want to welcome uh, my good friend Roy. Hey, Roy, you there? Hey, boss, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was on mute as well. Oh, you were on mute. <laughs> you thought, well, okay, <laughs> just don't say anything. <laughs> Welcome uh, to uh, well, yeah, it's the, um, uh, the the final Search Cowboy show. Um, uh, let us explain uh, before we introduce our guest uh, a little bit why. Uh, no, let, let's just uh, get the guest on first. Uh, Miss Nicola Stott is on the line. Hi, Nicola, are you there? Hi, I am indeed. Welcome to the show. Um, uh, you are one of the uh, SEO chicks and uh, a very well-respected blogger, I might say. Uh, we uh, spoke last week at SES London, where you well, you produced like I don't know a, a million uh, uh, articles. It was uh, very impressive how you uh, covered uh, SES uh, for SEO chicks. Uh, we'll be talking about that in a minute, but first uh, we have some news. Um, as uh, you might uh, know, what uh, 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 if you listened to the show last week, which Roy did to, together with Edward, thank you for that, Roy, by the way, uh, I was at uh, SES London, um, is that um, I launched my new site last week after I left Search Cowboys, the website Search Cowboys, and I launched State of Search. And we then first uh, agreed on the fact that uh, we should could, could keep on the going with the show Search Cowboys. Uh, 
And, uh, well, we could, but, um, well, things change and things change fast. Uh, turns out that uh, it's better for us to uh, change the name of the show. So the tune will have to change. We'll have to change, uh, uh, well, the, 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 the name of the show and the logo, of course. So uh, we are definitely not leaving. We are not going anywhere. We're staying right here, but we're just going to change the names. And I must say, I do agree with Brasco that it sucks that we have to, well, uh, let go of this tune because I really love the opening tune. I don't know. What what about you, Roy? Did you... No, I mean, the, the, first, the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, this is, this is good. I mean, it's my first tune ever, so... Yeah, <laughs> we'll, be we'll, we'll be cherished forever, and I really want an MP3 if if that's possible with the with the guys from 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 Webmaster Radio. Yeah, yeah. But I also want to when everybody who's listening, just uh, I don't I know I can't hear you, but please give a round of applause for Brasco and Max who are doing a great job for uh, uh, changing the stuff around. And uh, I do apologize that I'm making it so tough on them, but we'll help out uh, to uh, to get them. Uh, 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 all up and running. So it's okay, boss. Next. You're just going to challenge me to make a better open. That's all. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's good. all it is. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be cool. Starting next week, we'll be State of Search uh, podcast on Webmaster Radio. Same time, 7 p.m. in the UK, 8 p.m. in Europe. And uh, I uh, kind of lost now. Oh, yeah, which is uh, 2 p.m. on the East Coast, 11 a.m. on the West Coast. And just uh, keep in mind, it's a brand new RSS feed, a brand new iTunes feed that will be coming soon. Yeah, so if you have so, your iTunes already uh, fixed and set up for Search Cowboy Show, be sure to change it uh, starting next week to the State of Shirt Show. Uh, we'll be doing everything to let you know where that new uh, iTunes feed is. So uh, we'll get catch you. Uh, we'll, we'll get you updated on that as soon as we know uh, the new uh, iTunes uh, link. Would be great. Would be great. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the big news. <laughs> um, uh, as said, we'll, uh, we'll we'll have a good time. But um, so we're not gone. We're just uh, changing. Uh, well, not just we're changing. Maybe maybe it's a smart idea to explain why you stop blogging on one blog and and start blogging on another. Yeah, since <laughs> a lot of people find that kind of um, weird. I think. Uh, at least that's what I've heard from 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 several people. That well, what what was the decision? I mean, he he, meant, he he wanted to have more time, and now he's going to start a blog again. I mean, he's starting <laughs> all over. That's not more time. That's spending more time. Well, it it actually is a lot more time, uh, which I do have now because um, if you look at the blog search coverage, it's, it's a uh, the, the format of the blog is really much focused on news and 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 pumping out a lot of news articles, uh, spreading uh, news from around the web and and also trying to to combine that with the in-depth uh, part of uh, uh, of it but it's not a um, well it, it, it's 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 not something you do by the side it took me several hours every day to keep the blog uh, uh, up and running not just my own uh, blogging but also trying to uh, to get the others to blog and to well uh, have the site uh, promote it and um, so I've decided I wanted, didn't want to do that anymore because I, I, I could use my time better and um, well I think I'm probably about 10% of the time I used for Search Cowboys I'm now using for State of Search uh, because when I left Church Cowboys then I thought well I, I'm, what am I going to do with my content I have to get my content out still <laughs> I want to ride I'm a writer so 
I can do that on search engine land, but I can, I can also do that on uh, uh, search engine watch or other blogs, but I wanted a place for my own. And to be honest, uh, m- my personal blog is not the way to go, <laughs> I think. So uh, together with Lisa, we came up uh, with the idea that we should um, set up this blog uh, on which uh, we could provide everybody with some more in-depth articles looking at the why of the news. So why are things happening and why? Uh, and what, what do you have to do uh, to handle uh, the, the new stuff and, and so it's not a, not a how-to blog it's not a blog on which you will find you, you need to update your title text but it's a blog about how you um, use the entire web to get your search optimized and, and well in-depth articles that's it great I hope that cool. explains it a little <laughs> and one of the bloggers is Miss Nicholas Stutt hello Ooh. yes hello <laughs> yeah who wrote an excellent article uh, when we launched last week uh, about uh, Bing. Um, but Nicola, maybe you uh, um, could, for our guests shortly, or for our uh, listeners, I mean, uh, shortly introduce yourself. Yeah, you sure, no problem. So, um, yeah, I'm Nicola Stott. I'm the founder of the Media Flow. We're a consultancy that do search engine optimization, uh, social media marketing, and search engine marketing and revenue consultancy. Um, I started the company about a year ago, or oh, not quite a year ago, about nine, nine, ten months ago. And before that, I was working for Yahoo in the commercial search team, so doing search distribution partnerships for predominantly paid search. It was a, a market share exercise. So that was pretty cool working with big brands like Guardian, Auto Trader, Money Supermarkets, um, such like. Okay, sounds good. So you you yeah. left Yahoo. How long? To, well, how long ago did you say? Two years ago? It was uh, no, just one. It was March. March last was year. Only a year ago. Okay. Yeah, I've only been I've only been out of the closet for for nine months or so. <laughs> oh, the, the ch- someone in the chat room noticed that uh, your Facebook account still says Yahoo. So. Does it? Does, I think it says. Um, I think I'm still in the Yahoo network, but but it mm-hmm. but it's good to stay there. I get I get all my insider info hanging <laughs> yeah. around. In there. Oh, you never should say that on radio, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, of course, everybody wants to know why did you leave Yahoo? Um, oh, that's a that's that's a, a really good question, actually. Um, I guess I could sense the direction that we were heading in. Um, sense well I mean I guess I just knew the direction that we were heading in and it didn't make sense for me to stay there I wanted to put all the skills that I learned and all the experience that I'd had in online communications and before Yahoo at PR Newswire and just collate all of that into something that was purely my own baby if you like okay and um, uh, of course we all see where Yahoo is going you also said well I saw the direction in which it was going Um, do you have any idea um, uh, well, it, uh, how big is it in the UK? Yahoo is it? How, how, many, how much percentage does Yahoo have? Because in Holland, it's like zero. In terms of search market share, yeah. In terms of search market share, it's around about four percent ish, um, or it was last time I had a serious look. And things don't change that drastically month on month. <laughs> maybe point five percent or two. Um, but I mean, in terms of actual destinations, even for the UK, it, it's still the whole entire Yahoo 
it's still one of the most highly trafficked websites in the world full stop and that's the same for the UK and of course I think any one of us have a Yahoo product that that touches them in some way whether it's Yahoo Messenger product whether we've all got a Yahoo Mail account whatever it is so uh, obviously oh answers you know there's so many Yahoo products that are absolutely brilliant and exceptional it's just search didn't didn't really go uh, the way they wanted it to I guess or the way everyone wanted it to to make to make a lot sorry go ahead right now, well, I mean, if, if you look at Yahoo, I think it's 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 doing a great job in, in, in all the social stuff. I mean, Flickr is great, Delicious is great, and they they all, I mean, it's, they have a huge share of display, but indeed in search, it's 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 nothing anymore. So absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But I think what's interesting about that is a lot of those are acquisitional. Um, products and its acquisitional strategy rather than a developmental strategy so of course answers is their own product there i say there like i'm not there anymore i I always say our products but um (laughs) answers is their own product but but things like delicious and Flickr, as you you've mentioned that they were acquisitional purchases so um but which is a smart strategy but then again they turned down an opportunity to be involved in, in facebook which maybe wasn't so smart at the time who knows (laughs) <laughs> so, it, if you uh, um, you said our products, does it still feel like you are one of <laughs> Yahoo? It does. It does. Um, yeah, it's really strange. It's just such a cliche, and you hear it all the time. But you really do end up, you know, bleeding purple if you spent any time at Yahoo. Um, and one of the things that made it really difficult to leave um, was the culture. Just the, the brilliant people, some of the best developers in in the world, some of the greatest business strategists I've worked with, some fantastic business development um, people. Um, some great speakers, some great yodelers, you know, we had them all. <laughs> you yodel? <laughs> uh, seriously, they used to make us do it in all hands. Uh, oh, really? you know. Yeah, if Jerry Yang or Terry Semmel came to the UK, they'd drag us all into a cinema off Leicester Square and we'd have to start with a yodel. That's wow. why you left. That's why you left, right? <laughs> that, that was it. That was it for me. I was like, I yeah. can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm English. We don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we had we had keychains, I think, in the Netherlands that did that. I mean, it's like a foie. I, I, I never had one, though. So if anybody could hook me up with a keychain that does the Yahoo yodel, I'd love one. Oh, I actually had a friend who um, left her, her door pass on her neck on the way home, and, and somebody actually yodeled at her on the tube. Oh, sweet. <laughs> wow. That is a reason to leave Yahoo, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, if, if you're nice to me, I'll, I'll do you a yodel at the end of the show. Just just for you guys, not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, w- uh, trick question for you. Do you Google or do you Yahoo? Oh, that's not even a trick question. <laughs> I Google. I have to. And I Bing. I Google and I Bing. Yeah, because yeah. I, I want to go to your the, your article you wrote on uh, on Bing in 2010. That was the the article you uh, uh, you, you wrote for a state of search, um, in which you uh, um, look at Bing. And of course, with your Yahoo background and now Yahoo and Bing uh, getting together, um, it's quite interesting how you uh, how you see um, Bing's future. Because uh, I I do believe if you look at Holland, for example, we still have the old Bing version of uh, the, the old live search version with the Bing logo on top of it, which is just bad. Uh, but in the UK, uh, you already have the full version of Bing, right? 
We kind of do. So we do have the full Bing version, but as of yet, that was a Yahoo yodel in the background, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Somebody That's just brilliant. put it on YouTube with a keychain, and I was like, hmm, have to oh, play it. <laughs> perfect. So, um, we do have the full version, but I don't think it's technically um, completely finished. Although it has launched, it is out of beta. But according to, to the information that they've publicly released, we, we haven't yet had the full marketing launch, and there are still relevancy improvements that they are currently working on. So, I think in terms of the full marketing, uh, consumer marketing strategy, uh, that was slated for quarter one. So, we're halfway through quarter one. So, hopefully, um, in the, you know how these things delay. I'm sure probably by quarter two, we might see some um, actual product relevancy improvements and a product that's actually slightly on a par or closely behind um, the US product, which actually is it, it, it's pretty decent. It's a pretty decent number two. Yeah, because uh, I used it in the UK also, and I, I also uh, tried out the US version, and I must say, I really like it. Uh, the, the the new uh, Bing, uh, so to speak. Um, could you maybe, uh, in in a couple of sentences, explain what your article, uh, what you said in there? Yeah, no problem. Um, so it was a piece that I had kind of on the boil, and I guess the motive was is kind of more of a naive, uh, romanticist view of just feeling very disenfranchised with Google and very pissed off, to be honest, at their their product strategy. And it was motivated by a desire to just identify and maybe rally support behind a number two option. So I looked at a number of different things. I looked at what they were up to in terms of search technology and patents. Um, I enlisted the help of David Harry of um, the SEO Dojo because um, I know he spends a lot of time looking into that sort of thing. And we uncovered quite a few patents that tend to suggest that there's some really interesting things on the horizon. Um, I also saw um, Cedric Shambaz, who's their marketing manager, present at the London Affiliate Conference this year. And he talked us through some of their business development deals and things that they're doing on that front. Um, which is uh, content partnership um, is the strategy there. So getting data like, I think, is it flight checker or flight stats? Um, I'll have to just remind myself while we're here. And also other content partnerships with Sky Sports, which I think given um, the Murdoch status on Google nicking his content, as he says, um, I don't think Google are going to have a cat in hell's chance of getting that content. So that will be live sports results. It will be football team data in your search results. It will be images. It will be really rich. So I think that that kind of adds a nice um, uh, visual dimension to search results, to live search results as well, which is obviously really quite important. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bing really looks at, at user intent, right? So what does the user really want? That That's the impression that I'm getting, yeah, that they're tr yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, Google does too, um, but it certainly seems to be that that's where they're trying to, to push towards some sort of difference. Yeah. And rather than using pure data, uh, personalized data and habitual data to inform that sort of thing, which I think is the route that Google takes. It's sort of Google's always a very data-driven exercise. Um, it seems to me that there's a slightly more inhuman interpretation. In fact, one of the most amazing patents that um, David pointed me to um, actually looked at biometric feedback. So that would use sensors on your machine to um, monitor changes in your pulse rate in um, you know, twitches in the face, etc. Yeah. to actually give biometric feedback on your SERP. How do they do that? 
I don't know exactly, but this was just this was just a patent um, on using biometric ser- biometric feedback to inform the search experience. So I'd imagine it would be things like finger pad sensors. It would be um, turning your webcam on and your webcam using sort of facial recognition. Um, I am <laughs> I am annoyed. This is my annoyed face. This is my I don't like your search results face. You know that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, but that was pretty. You know, Big Brother obviously in a bit. Bit scary, but um, certainly interesting. Yeah, it is. Ooh, that that sounds really interesting. Also, if you think about the fact that Apple was thinking of, well, not thinking of, there were talks about Bing being the new Apple iPhone search engine. If you combine that with this, that could be very interesting. Also, so mm-hmm. mm, interesting. Absolutely. Okay, um, we are going to go for a little break because we have our sponsors who, uh, of course, make this show possible. Uh, So we'll be back after the break to talk a little bit more about uh, Bing, but also about SES London, on which both uh, Nicola and I were last week. So, uh, Bresco, take us to the commercials, please. Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. It's what's in the market. Affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, as, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agree that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where to the start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com, or what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you, LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Anyway, I ask? That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. (laughs) Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. AFCON 2010, the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, is making its way to Denver, June 21st through 23rd. Register now at AFCON2010.com. You're back with the Search Cowboys on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. We're back for the 
second part of this final Search Cowboy show on Webmaster Radio. Uh, starting next week, we will called State of Search. So if you're listening to this in a taped version, be sure to next week look for a different show than this one, uh, at least for a different name. Uh, we have Miss Nicholas Todd with us on, or is, I don't know if it's Miss or Mrs. actually, but uh, we'll just keep on calling her Miss. Uh, Nicholas Todd <laughs> on, on the line with us. And if you are listening live, I welcome you to get into the chat room because the chat room is pretty interesting uh, right now filled up uh, a lot of uh, discussion going on and we also have one of uh, uh, Nicola's colleagues at SEO Chicks there uh, under the name of Yoshimi and then Nicola will know who that is uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> who is uh, supporting Nicola in the show and uh, doing uh, uh, doing great hey um, Nicola uh, oh, one thing. Uh, Brasco just said in the chat room. I didn't. I didn't know that, and I think Roy didn't know either. But if you click on the exclam- exclamation point on Yahoo, on Yahoo.com, it actually yeah. starts yodeling. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. But then again, who yeah. who who goes to that page? But uh, yeah, you have to aim really, really well. Otherwise, you'll be on the Vancouver ska- ice skating page, which we <laughs> rock at, by the way. Dutch people, that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so far for the Olympics. Yes. I don't know anything about the Winter Olympics at all. Well, we're going to win another gold medal tonight, probably, uh, right? So that's uh, oh, okay. that's. It. Um, uh, so, uh, um, Nicola, uh, while I'm sending you the link to the chat room, um, so that even you can get in, uh, you were at SCS London last week, also with. Uh, um, the likes of many other people because it was pretty busy. Uh, what was your idea of the show? Did you have a good time? I did. I had a brilliant time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm hearing some echo now. I don't know if it's said. Someone has the radio on. <laughs> oh, uh, probably uh, Nicola. You clicked on the chat room, probably. Yeah, I thought that okay. might be it. Has it stopped now? Nicola, yeah. I'll give you the backdoor chat room. Oh my goodness, that's a link like that <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'll give you the VIP entrance. How about that? <laughs> that sounds a lot nicer, actually. <laughs> oh dear, it's what I love about SEOs. It doesn't take much for a backdoor joke, does it? <laughs> Well, SEOs and backdoors, you know, well, we, we all know where that goes. But uh, let's get back to SCS London. Um, it was a good show, I, I think. I had a good time, at least. What did you... Uh, uh, do you have a good time, uh, Nicola? I did. I did. It, it was brilliant. Um, it's kind of slightly different an experience when you're live blogging a lot of the sessions. Because I think you're so focused on trying to retain absolutely everything that said right there and then get it down well not on paper but but get it straight down into your into your cms you know or, or whatever it is that you you're typing straight into so you're so kind of mentally immersed in in the there and now it's almost as if there's no time to really process for your for your own benefit <laughs> exactly what's going on so i've kind of been rereading you know back on some of my live blog posts and some of um the posts that people have wrote in state of search for some of the sessions that that um i did couldn't attend or that conflicted with the ones that i attended to get a a kind of fuller impression but i think there's a lot of great content this year there was a lot of um um there's a lot of interaction a lot of sharing going on you know uh, 
a lot of the good stuff was happening in the conversations, in the breaks and the bar afterwards, as is always the case. Yep. Um, yeah, but some good, good keynotes. Um, yeah, some really good shows. Yeah, I like uh, some of the, the – they, they took a little bit of a different approach this time compared to other shows. Well, they tried it out in Chicago, but, well, that was too far away for us to go to. Um, but that they are not – they used to have all panels with four or five speakers in it who each had 10 minutes those panels still exist I was in one of them but there are also a lot of panels which only have one or two speakers for example uh, Lisa had a full hour on social media one on 101 and and that really then, then you can really make some uh, how do you call it um, you, you can make a difference you can really dive into the subject and get people uh, to go with your thoughts and your ideas and I kind of like that that the fact that uh people weren't well listening to five people in a row just firing out their, their presentations that was one of the things I liked um, they had one session also in the bar were you there I was yeah yeah, yeah. Did, did you hear anything because I couldn't hear, hear a word of what they said um, I didn't stay for all of it same as you same as you actually so I just stayed for the first part um, I'm sure it was a lot of fun um, but I think we've all heard those I mean it's 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 a great showboating um, piece Baz is on about the um, it's black hat versus white hat smackdown effectively wasn't yeah. it and I think there was also yeah. a grey hat as well uh, <laughs> Richard yeah, Baxter was there, Dave, <laughs> yeah no, it was Dave there Mikkel was there Richard Baxter was there and Shari Turo I think Th those were the four speakers and Mike Grain was moderating but what they did was they, they we went to the hotel bar and uh, the, well those four or five people were in the, in the middle and they had no mics uh, no microphones so it was very difficult to hear what they were saying if you weren't right around uh, what uh, well from one feet away from them uh, if you, if you were like 10 feet away or 20 feet away like I, I was then you couldn't really hear what they were saying the idea was good but didn't work out uh, um, entirely as uh, as planned I think um, what's the one session you would say that stood out gosh that is really really difficult um, I think okay one of the sessions that really stood out I think for our readers at SEO Chicks and for a lot of people that I just talked to in the bar afterwards was, was actually Lisa's session, um, Social Media 101. And I think the reason for that is SES is really quite an, an SEO. It's very much a search crowd. Um, you get a lot of black hatters, you get a lot of um, search agency people, you get a lot of traditional um, SEO people who are in very much an SEO mindset, in very much a kind of analytical mindset, in a computer science mindset and background. And I think for a lot of them, the shift to social media actually isn't as easy as, as some people might think. If you're coming at, at, at social media from more a sociological perspective or a marketing perspective, actually it's not a natural home for you. If you if you're more from a different, you know, computer science background or web dev background. And so many people came up to me afterwards and said that was absolutely brilliant. One of the best presentations. She went through so much really juicy stuff and, you know, cut out so much time wasting for me. I now know all the tools I need. I now know all of the techniques. I now know what mistakes not to make and, and, and how to kind of participate without wading in there and blowing the lid off everything. So, yeah, that was one of the, the really great sessions. Yeah, it's also part of what SCS is trying to do because I, I talked to uh, uh, Matt McGowan at, at the show and he also explained a little about 
their plans for the future. And they're kind of moving away from being the specific search conference. They want to go broader. They're even thinking of rebranding. So that could be interesting if they're going to do that. Um, because it's a really strong brand and I wouldn't just leave it leave that away um, but they, they want to be more broad so social media has to be a part of it and they're also aiming for more marketers and less search people to go to the show and I think you could really f- see that at this show already if you look not only at the uh, um, the way they set up the show but also at, at, at the speakers who were there and, and, and the subjects they, they chose um, there was one session I did. Did you attend the real-time search session? Mm, yeah. Oh, is yeah. It, which one? I think there were two real-time search sessions, weren't there? There was one real-time search panel format um, that had uh, one, two, three, four different presenters. I, I think you attended the one I'm, I'm referring to because you said, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Because> okay. <laughs> There was one real session which really was bad, but I wasn't there, so I, was, I, I just saw the tweets coming by, so I was kind of curious how bad it was, <laughs> or, uh, or why. Um, do you know, it wasn't that bad, to be honest. I think what, what got a lot of backs up is that um, it actually came across as a sales pitch for a lot of the presenters, and that was probably the brief that they were given. The brief was probably, you know, you can't just kind of condemn these people. I'm sure they were they were asked and invited to talk about, you know, what is real time for them. I don't think that the actual... Um, I don't know whether it was intended or should have been billed as a real-time search. It was more about how real-time information, um, or what's the future of real-time information and what's the future of, of real-time content and how is real-time content valuable for web participants rather than real-time SEO or factoring the real-time in your search strategy. It wasn't that at all. So it did come off a little like a sales pitch, like a soapbox for the different participants. But I'm not so sure that that was, you know, their their fault, let's say, or that they were working to their own agenda. Mm, yeah, so maybe it's a, it's a bit different expectations. I think so. I think there's a bit of that as well. I mean, to be honest, there's some pretty sexy stuff in there. That, I mean, some of it was pretty par for the course. Um, but some, some of the stuff about how uh, real-time content will be featured into how TV is developing was quite exciting just from a content and a social perspective rather than anything to do with search or how we would factor in what we're doing with yeah. websites. I can really see real-time and TV being combined, what you see already on Twitter and uh, also uh, maybe the Google Buzz. What will happen is that, for example, if there's an X-Factor final or uh, something is happening, uh, that people are Twittering about it uh, while they are watching TV. So I think that there's something to be won there. Um, Okay, to say um, SCS was good, I think. We can conclude that. It was a good session, Uh, good show, I mean. since we are in a real-time issue, do you guys think that Google Buzz is real-time? Not again, the Buzz thing. <laughs> Not again, the Buzz thing. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't used it anymore <laughs> since last week. You haven't week. used it or the week before. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, I'm, I'm saying this because there were, was a couple of news items this week uh, which were quite interesting, is that Google was in, in a bit of a trouble when it comes to, uh, again, uh, privacy issues um, now on uh, Google Buzz. They had that issue before on 
um, the, the real-time search, of course, where uh, at, I think it was SCS San Jose, um, where uh, Dave Naylor and a couple of other people um, uh, found out that um, you could really manipulate real-time search. Uh, and get kids to do strange things uh, and, and get them to contact you with for Miley Cyrus tickets and stuff like that. And it happened again with Google Buzz that because because they had Google Buzz in, implemented, well, uh, launched within Gmail, all of a sudden a lot of children who used Gmail were on Google Buzz and they were also now uh, connecting with well, uh, the people they didn't know because uh, they found out that, for example, a nine-year-old daughter uh, was sharing a private conversation on bus with complete strangers. And um, that was something that, um, I don't know if you guys read stories uh, on this, that, that, that well, kind of um, let privacy watchdogs uh, um, wake up and say, what's going on here? And why I found it interesting is because uh, Mr. Eric Schmidt uh, said, well, it happened, it wasn't that bad. I don't know if you guys heard anything of this, but uh, that kind of surprised me that Mr. Schmidt said that. Well, I think uh, th in this week in Google, there was this whole discussion about it, and Matt Scutts really backed uh, Eric Schmidt up with that. I don't know if you guys listened to this week in Google. I do listen, but I didn't listen to this one, uh, yeah. Okay, Nicola, did you did you check it? Did I check? Did I check what? Sorry. Yeah, this week in Google, it's a podcast from Lee Laporte, and he interviews with uh, Jeff Jarvis and I think um, Gina Trapiani. Yeah, Gina Trapiani um, from Lifehacker. No, and they I talk haven't about to The cloud computing kind of thing, and and it's called this week in Google, but it's more on cloud computing. But they focus. They have Matt Cutts in there every once in a while, and. Uh, Saturday, it's Saturday, Saturday night when you're out drinking usually, at least uh, usually I am, but this, this night I wasn't and I was checking it out and, and Matt really backed Eric up by saying, um, well, uh, yeah, he, he really backed him up by saying, well, he's been pushing the corner and he's the, he didn't mend it like he said it, but um, the, the, the intent was good or something like that. It was like a really weird story. in a friend of mine was also online, and he said, "Well, this is utterly bullshit. If, if you hear if you hear this crap, I mean, if you believe this, oh. so so so." I think yeah. I know what you're referring to. Doesn't he say something like, "If you're doing something, uh, people, yeah, the only people that are worried it. are people." Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, if you're worried about something being exposed, but he did that again. He again yeah. did it again, and, and now we got backed up by Matt Cutts, for instance, as, as well, by saying Eric doesn't didn't mean it didn't, didn't mean it the way it came out, or, or actually he said media turned his story into a bigger story than what he meant it to be, or something like that. It was like really, really utterly bullshit that he said. <laughs> I can't, can't say anything different from that. Well, maybe Mr. Sh all my sites. <laughs> maybe Mr. Schmidt shouldn't be saying these kind of things if he doesn't want them to be picked up the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Be completely agree on that one, Bart. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of the problems. That's why I brought it to the table. I don't want to talk about Google Buzz or whether or not it's a success or not, because at the moment it isn't. Uh, well, it's, it's a lot of users, but that's not why I want, want to talk about I think the, the issue here is that, well, on the one hand, you have the privacy issue, which Google runs into over and over over the last 
I don't know, six, seven months. They've been hitting privacy issues all the time with real-time search, with uh, now with Buzz, and they've they've had some other issues with uh, Street View, of course, especially in Europe. Um, and then the fact how they respond to that, that they kind of do like, well, it's no big deal. Well, I think it is a big deal, at least in Europe. Maybe it's not a big deal in the U.S. Maybe the, maybe there's the, the problem. Um, have, uh, how, how does the U.K. respond to the Google privacy issues, uh, Nicola? Um, I think there was quite a backlash, actually. Um, quite a considerable backlash that was picked up by a lot of the kind of mainstream press, which is what we want, really, isn't it? I mean, it's all well and good, us lot talking about Google's privacy issues and what they do with our data, but who really understands what people in the in the you know SEO and search industry are talking about to each other? So, what's really important is when publications like The Telegraph and The Guardian and all the rest of it are running these privacy warnings and, and running these stories that actually alert, um, you know, re real users and consumers of the products um, to the actual disadvantages. Yeah, quite yeah. interesting. And I think The Guardian also had a couple of articles I saw, uh, I saw um, about about this issue. So I'm, I'm kind of curious how this will uh, affect the way uh, people will see Google. I don't think it will immediately uh, have them get less users on, on, for example, the search engine. But it does strike me that a lot of the times um, Google uh, hits privacy issues and, and one day it has to go against them. And um, somebody just posted a link in the chat room, by the way, about uh, from the BBC website where it says Google emits bus social network testing flaws, which is about the um, the privacy issues we were just talking about. Uh, so even the BBC picks it out right now. So that's, that that I, I would say that's one of the bigger <laughs> the bigger sites to pick it up. Okay, I think it's uh, about time to go for our final break of this show. If uh, Brasco is ready for us, then uh, we can go to the final break, and after the break, we'll uh, talk some more. Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. <sighs> what is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. 
So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox Link Building Report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your Link Building Report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. You're back with the Search Cowboys on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So it's the final part of this show, the Search Cowboy Show on Webmaster Radio, and uh, we are talking with Nicholas Todd today, who is a writer for um, SEO Chicks and also State of Search uh, since last week. And uh, we have been addressing already a lot of different topics today. I must, I must, I must say, um, there was one topic which caught the attention of a lot of SEOs during last week's SES. Um, which was about Svin. Now, first of all, do you guys use Svin? I don't. You don't? At all. Nicola, do you use Svin to promote your articles? If I remember, I do occasionally. Um, I must admit, I haven't really gotten away with it, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's, it's peer approval really isn't it so it depends on your objective I'm not going to get any business I suppose from, from getting a, an article to go hot and spin um, so I guess it depends on your objective but um, yeah, I, I'm yet to really work the spin <laughs> <laughs> yeah well um, I, I used to um, use it uh, a bit more but the last couple of months I, uh, I kind of well uh, as you said if, if, if you don't forget it then you, then you try to submit it and uh, get some votes and the funny thing is that also during SES after my presentation uh, someone in the audience asked me um, how to use sites like Sfin uh, to get a lot of votes and um, to be honest I then also said well the way to get votes is actually to just get your friends to vote for you and that's what I think most of the time happens on on Sfin. Um, if you look at it, then get the first couple of votes out there, and then other people will pick it up. Because if it, if, a vote, if an article only has one vote, then they won't probably be uh, um, rec- noticed by uh, many of the other Sfin Sfiners. Um, I think you really touched the point. What I I don't use Sfin. For instance, I mean, it's just a way too small user base in, in, in a too many internet marketer focused niche that, that there is no, the, 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 the effect of, of having social, social influence on, on what's good or not isn't there at all. And then it only becomes the, the guy or the girl who gets the most attention, who's, who's best at promoting or running a network of friends who, who can do that for him. And... Yep. I, I don't want to spend time on crap like that. I mean, I voted for you, and I only voted if I read the article. Well, I didn't read all the articles, and, and I didn't push all the votes. I mean, and you actually knew that most of the time I said, well, I would like to vote, but I can't remember my password <laughs> since it, I got locked out every freaking 30 seconds or something like that. So it never yeah. took off with me at all. And and I mean, I like I, I don't even like, use dig. Uh, I can use it for 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 people, but I'm not a dig power user or a dig user in 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 general at all. I mean, I don't care about it. And, and for the the, the market, the markets I'm in, it isn't interesting at all. 
Well, Dig is also very much not SEO-minded. If you have an article with SEO in the title, then people will dug it, uh, dug it down really quickly. So, so that's that doesn't get you any traffic either. Uh, Finn used to get you uh, some interesting traffic. I, I remember that when I started up Search Cowboys, uh, I got some pretty interesting traffic from Finn. If you got the article hot really quickly, then what, what is interesting traffic? Like 200, 300, 400? Is it more than that? Yeah, about that. Three, I mean, that's like on a, two on a seconds. Day. Yeah, that's two seconds on Facebook. I think. I mean, if you do it well, yeah, but that's, you can that's get one of the reasons. I think that's one of the reasons why Sven is not working anymore, like it used to, because the Facebook and Twitter made such a high jump. It's now a lot more easy to get uh, clicks by just putting your link on Twitter. Yeah, but the problem is that you don't know what, I mean, Sean in the chat room just said it, what, what's the kind of traffic you're looking for? I mean, this, if, if people are on, for, for at least for Swin, there is a little bit of purpose by the fact that, that they're all SEO-minded people. So if you do something really good, you're going to, you have the chance of getting exposed to a lot of good people or at least people you're voting on. But as Nicola already said, there is no business in, in writing doing that so it's only good for for linking well everybody knows that you want to link to it um, uh, you have to the only reason to get a lot of links is to be really offensive on it like the SEO <laughs> mofo did actually just <laughs> insulting yeah. people uh, just picking up stuff uh, picking the ang anger hook and, and, and start doing stuff like that I mean that's the, w the reason people are going to link to you and then yeah. they're probably going to put a lot of uh, no follows on, uh, on it as well but on the other hand, it's not going to happen. Uh, for that purpose, I, I don't see anything. I mean, it could, could be nice, but not my cup of tea. I think. No. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm kind of I kind of dubio there. Um, I I do totally agree with you that it doesn't give you any business traffic, it, it, and it used to give you a little bit more traffic. Um, somehow, people still think it's interesting, and I do believe that if you look at the U.S., then it's probably more popular there to use the, the server than it is in, in Europe. I think there is a big difference between the, the both uh, the both continents if you, if if in usage of those kinds of uh, um, well uh, I don't know it's it's not a tool it's it's a website. Um, but of course you already mentioned it a little bit um, the SEO Mofo article which was on uh, last week uh, there was this this guy SEO Mofo who calls himself the world's greatest SEO he uh, um, he, he posts this huge article on his website on his blog about Sfin where he um, literally tore it apart um, but he tore the people behind it Matt McGee and Danny Sullivan apart and uh, his title was uh, Matt McGee's a bitch Danny Sullivan is a poser and Swin sucks and he co completely lost it uh, um, I don't you, you guys read the article or at least tried to read it because it's so long oh yes <laughs> took, took, <laughs> the, took the swearing parts out of it yeah <laughs> it was a well it was fun to see because it the lower you got, the more surprised you were. Like, is this guy for real? Is he? What's he doing here? Is he just trying to get links, or is he just really? Um, m well, is he serious? <laughs> At first, I'd have thought, well, he's not serious, uh, but he oh, was. I, I only thought he was really offensive and and plain stupid. I mean, if you wanted, yeah, sure, it worked. He it got himself really popular. We're gonna remember him as being the real SEO motherfucker uh, around there for a while, and I'm not gonna do anything with him. Great, you did well. Yeah. I mean, point made. 
uh, if you're such an asshole and you're such I mean sure I have disagreements and I don't like Swin I'm not gonna start insulting people uh, on whatever without any reason in and and backing it up by if you carefully read between the lines sorry dude there is no between the lines in there yeah I have history well spell the history or shut the, shut it up I mean I don't care and I don't know Matt McGee in person and I don't know Danny Sullivan in person and Frankly, I don't care about what you say about them, but just be a man enough to to back it up or, or shut it up, and just I mean, if you if you walk the walk, talk the talk, and and, and the other way around. So yeah. I don't know. It, it, no, I really I don't care about it. It's it's just plain stupid. I can't say anything yeah. different than that. No, I I totally agree. The guy the, the, the between the lines was just in his mind. I think the, the, Nicola, what did you think of the article? Um. Well, I mean. I think it's pretty obvious why why he did it. Um, it's notoriety, isn't it? And we're all, we're all talking about him, so you know he achieved the objective. But I think the actual root cause, or what prompted him to do it, was just simply didn't get his own way. Somebody else had had spun um, one of his posts, which is yeah. you know exactly how it works. And because he didn't have the right to have that submission deleted, so he could write it the way that he wanted to, I think that's what, what got his back up. It wasn't annoyance with the spin product wholesale it was just that particular um function really yeah yeah, yeah that, that was something which surprised me too he was upset that he uh, one of his articles was fun uh, by, by someone lisa, else actually, by lisa actually i think <laughs> really? lisa, i think it was lisa which, was it ah. i think it was but i don't know i'm not sure i mean it, it was a lisa but i don't know if it was the lisa but well, he did treat the person with some reverence. I think that the reason he didn't sort of take issue with that person was because earlier on in the post he actually respected her and didn't want to take umbrage with yeah. her. So, yeah. Could could be. I mean, at least that's something you can really, you cannot get mad about, mad upon. So, uh, at least oh. I can. But, I mean, now, I'm, I'm, if, I'm, if I look at, at, at the, he just, I think he wanted his name out and... Yeah, sure, he got that, but I don't know if this is going to help him. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to buy him a beer at the bar right now. No, <laughs> I think that most of the people were really, uh, uh, well, not, not in line with the, what he was doing and uh, didn't agree uh, the way he uh, he addressed uh, the Sphin people. And uh, I must say, I talked to Rob Carey, Rob Carey last week, who uh, used to work for Sphin, and he was also a bit surprised about what happened. And... Uh, he, uh, it was a well. It was it was a bad thing, and for me, it's something that is uh, an example of how you do not use uh, your uh, well. It's misreputation, actually. I, I know it gets attention, but it's the wrong kind of attention, I would say. Okay, um, enough about this. Um, somebody's asking, is the Yahoo store down? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I should answer that. But um, uh, <laughs> maybe Nicola knows. <laughs> <laughs> the Yahoo Oracle. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, almost at the end of the show. So, Nicola, I'm, I'm going to thank you very much for, for being on this show. And we hope to have you back some, day, some other day. Uh, it was good uh, to, uh, to have you and uh, to hear about Bing and Yahoo. Um, oh, thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. It's been great. Uh, uh, your Twitter account is at uh, Nicholas Tutt, right? With That's correct, yeah. Two T's, that is. 
Yeah, so, and it's Nicola with an H as well. Yeah, Nicola with an H. Uh, and we'll put it in the show notes. And we also uh, are setting up a delicious feed where we put all the links in uh, on the stories we talked about on the show. And you can will uh, you will be uh, finding those back too. Um, you will find the link to tw- Nicola's Twitter account too, uh, there too. And be sure to also check out all her posts on SEO Chicks about SES because that's one hell of a good uh, re- wrap-up from uh, the last week's show. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think this is it. The last Search Cowboys show uh, on Webmaster Radio. Starting next week, we will be the State of Search show, uh, which will be live uh, every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. in Holland, 7 in the UK, which is 2 p.m. on the East Coast, 11 a.m. on the West Coast in the US. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Roy. See you next week. And um, see you thank all. You, <laughs> thank, yeah, thank you, Nicola. Thank you. Thank you, Roy. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you, Brasco. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mr.